This is Femi D Live. Nothing breaks the news like the news. Trust me, I can prove it. I'm ready. Let's take on the biggest debates on radio, provide insights, experience, and build an unforgettable discussion together. I am Femi D. Amelie. Let's talk with Femi D Live. Is on. Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of FMD Live. What a week uh, that we are having. Well, the weekend was more political in nature in every sense of it. The conventions, the primaries, or that video that you didn't want to go to in church but you had to spend uh, the good time watching television to see who would emerge as various candidates either for the president, governors and the likes of it across the country. It was really interesting to watch. Welcome to the show today. This is FMD Live. I am FMD Amelim. Let's get into this. Screened out, candidates elected, candidates rejected. The drama, or should I say, the drama or trauma that of being rejected or being elected is been interesting to see across the political landscape here in Nigeria. And you know, as we have it in the country, Nigeria has always had a very dynamic political nature. And the candidates that we do have, what makes it so unique? It's like when you watch a TV series that would not end. It's like watching uh, one of those TV series where you have up to season 28, season 30. You know, it gives you the t- the type of feeling you have from. When you watch Friends, the popular American TV series, where everybody's clocked together, so close together, they can be mean to each other, they can be friendly together, and they can do the undone as well together over and over again. Well, that is the situation we find ourselves in Nigeria. Well, the political candidates that did emerge for this set of elections that are coming up, the 2019 elections in Nigeria, are not too far different from the typical candidates we have in the country. Take a look at 2015, 2011, or all the way back to 1999, or let me even shock you, all the way back to 1991, um, where the two prominent parties at the time was SDP and MPC or something like that. Yes, SDP was like, I don't, I don't want to well, create some very intense analogy, but there was the Social Democratic Party, which was the party that was being, people were excited about way back then. And one man was in the race to become the presidential candidate at the time during the primaries of the SDP, the Social Democratic Party, in 1991. His name was Atiku Abubakar. Well, he did come in behind the likes of Abiola and Kingi Bey, with Abiola, of course, being in the candidate that did finally emerge. MKO Abiola, that's uh, Moshud uh, Kashimau Abiola, as he's known. Lots of stories have gone through, and a lot of things have happened over time. But from 1991 till now, it just tells you, now being 2018, looking ahead to 2019 elections, it just tells you the league of people who are willing and ready to stay around uh, for uh, for them to stay on and to stay in power or get close to power or possibly to rule the country. So, one argument this start of, even over the weekend, even till now, where uh, people say we have over 100 political parties registered in Nigeria, but then we often find ourselves having to move in the direction of just two prominent ones. That's the All Progressive Congress, which is the ruling party, or should I say they are the defending champions now, and then the People's Democratic Party, who are the challengers, alongside with about 98 other parties at this time for 2019 elections. But what really, really excites me is the fact that 
when you think about all the people who are across all these parties who are there running there are very few of them that are fresh there are very few of them that are not uh, actually known okay so here's the deal so the defending champions who by the way were the challengers in 2011 uh the all progressive congress over the weekend picked uh, president muhammadu Buhari, who's the incumbent president of the country nigeria to become uh their candidate for 2019 elections what makes this quite permanent is some people say when it comes to second time nobody even looks outside of the box or nobody even draws a box or nobody shapes up a box or nobody even sees the box in the very first place uh to not to talk of thinking outside the box second time is almost always an easy go for anybody except your ambody uh, the governor of lagos state who was not able to get his party to support him for the second time run but I'm really excited to talk about this because President Muhammad Dubuari um, so happens to be from what part of the country, the northern part of the country, his new challenger in the People's Democratic Party is also from that part of the country. Along religious lines, if people were to think about religion, yes. Along ethnicity, yes. In fact, they share a lot of similarities, including age. At a time Nigeria spent the last 2017 2018 preaching the fact that they are not creating new space for young people. We have over 70 year olds interested and, yes, being the two most prominent candidates who would possibly get the chance or better chance among Nigerians to possibly run for office. Over 70 year old candidates uh, at this time. So let's take a look at some of the things that have really happened. So the primary is usually is to produce candidates that would run for Senate, Governor and, and, and President uh, eventually. Now all parties, if not all, did conduct their primaries this weekend or the weekend before they will conduct their primaries. But then the PDP race was intense because this is where the aggrieved politicians of the society supposedly went in under the umbrella and to see that's their great politicians being the people who were in the apc the all progressive congress the ruling party but who felt their chances were limited or they were going to be screened out as i would like to use migrated to the pdp and then slugged it out uh, we look like uh senate president bukola saraki uh who else am i missing out um Rabi the senator representing kano in the senate nigerian senate um, yes, yes, I'm, I'm trying to, yes, and then uh, the, the governor of Sokoto State, uh, Tam, Aminu Tambua as well, who is now uh, also, who also joined the PDP race. So we had about 13 to 14 to 15 candidates all drop out one way or the other, and some actually went all the way in uh, to be part of the primaries of the People's Democratic Party. And guess what? So thousands of PDP delegates were willing and ready to vote, but then I guess people with influence and with a lot of resourcefulness were able to choose who they vote for I'm, I'm talking about vote buying even within the party structures uh i can confidently tell you that um as much as nine thousand dollars was spent or given out to various delegates in order to convince them to vote for for various candidates and when the numbers did come in we had as much as 1532 for example for the winning candidate the presidential candidate that's Alaji Atiku Abubakar his excellency who was the former vice president of Nigeria by the way and then you had the, the governor of Sokoto State who also did challenge he was the second one now yeah 693 and then uh, Saraki came in with over 300 yeah 317 precisely I'm just looking at the numbers of my people here so you have that run in go in and people who are coming from different parties who are now interested in, hey, it's our turn we, we need to get in and 
One thing that was interesting was the PDP tried to make their primaries as much as possible transparent and as candidates started to drop off and screened out and get rejected by the delegates, it was clear on... It was clear... Should I say it was clear? It was... You could see the primaries. But the politics of the primaries was not visible. But it was a similar case for the All Progressive Congress as well, the, the ruling party in Nigeria. Where some people felt the idea of direct or indirect primaries was just not going to be pleasing. Not to you, not to me, not to anybody else. They felt they were being compelled to submit their choice under party supremacy choice. Meaning, they felt it was not democratic in nature. Ah, but, but, but who knows what. So, when we talk about possible buying of the delegates to vote uh, this last time, let me say to you, that in Nigeria, there's been that moment when the wife of the president was accused of making too many political comments and, well, she was told to go back into the kitchen. That was way back then. But guess what? It's time. It's, it's turning out a little bit different. I'm just going to search through my phone now. Because over the weekend, she did take to Twitter. And by the way, her younger brother did try to run for office and didn't get the position, the chance to go into office. So she was a little bit aggrieved. And then decided, yeah, my, my producer tried to show me, and then decided to share some very intensive moments of tweets. Stay with me if you can. Let me read um, some part of some of the things she said uh, and yes, how she was displaced. It starts off like this. It is disheartening to know that some aspirants used their hard-earned money to purchase nomination forms, got screened, declared and campaigned vigorously, yet found their names omitted on election day. These firms were bought at exorbitant price. And then she quickly adds an APC uh, map uh, flag, I would say, uh, to that tweet. And then she goes on. Many others contested and yet had their results delayed, fully knowing that automatic tickets have been given to other people. By the way, that's her husband who got an automatic ticket. Um, and then she goes on to say, All Progressive Congress being a party whose cardinal principle is, is to change or is changed and headed by a comrade activist whose main concern is for the common man, yet such impunity could take place under his watch. Now, she's going after the, the juggler of the party chairman. Given this development, uh, one would not hesitate than disassociate from such unfairness, be neutral and speak for the voiceless. Yeah, stay with me. She runs this off by saying, it is important for the populace to rise against the wife of the president is coming all the way out uh for the populace to rise against impunity and for voters to demand from aspirants now to be committed to the provision of basic amenities such as portable drinking water basic health care uh what else did she mention education within conducive and appropriate learning environments and let us vote wisely long live federal republic of nigeria while well, she goes on to list it Typical things you would hear the politicians come up to say eventually as regards what they want. But let me round off by saying this that between the guys who got the delegates to vote and uh, the showdown, it's going to be a triple threat match with somebody from outside. Atiko Buari, Eze Kwesile, Duro Toye, Shorek, Mogalu, all the likes of them are going to be fighting. The regular guys, the unpopular guys are just going to get in there, you know. And by the way, for those who lost out, do you know that the electoral law, uh, section 35 of Electoral Act of 2010, actually gives room for some candidates to withdraw 
What would this mean is that for the people who have bought senatorial firms and those who lost out in the presidential primaries, they would possibly convince some of those who bought senatorial firms to withdraw from the race so that their names can be replaced. Like maybe Senator Saraki could still be in the running for Senate, Congress could be in the running for Senate, and all the likes of people who went in as presidential candidates, lost their chance, could get some other people to withdraw from the race in order for them to get in. See? I'll talk more about that on the next edition of this show. This is FMD Live. Remember to subscribe and drop your comments on this very platform. And also join my Telegram channel, t.me forward slash FMD Live. Uh, YouTube forward slash C's forward slash FMD Live will do fine. Let me know what you think. Follow me on social media at FMD Live, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Let me know what you think. Yes, yeah, screened out. People have been screened out. They've been taken out. They've been elected. Some have been elected. Some have been rejected. But the big question now would be, does the choice of Nigeria become clearer or become more narrow, having seen the candidates that will be running for 2019 elections? I'm from D. Thanks for listening. talk show unravels your thinking makes you stop to listen engages you in a debate of opinions i believe this man knows what he is doing he is is a nigerian and ultimately brings you to the king of talk radio femi d live this is femi d live